The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show. The after show. What is wrong with you guys? We're a- just uh, excited to be here, Barry. We just finished a really good show that got Dave into a lot of trouble. I'm free and clear on this one. <laughs> and uh, well, just you happy. You asked for this after show. I'm unprepared for it, even though we did an a- hour on Clubhouse. On or Clubhouse on it. on it. I have no notes with me. I'm not prepared for it, but uh, I'm going to let you take, take uh, charge of this. What are we talking about? Well, today we're talking not only about what's new at twoguyscigars.com, but also what is smoking good because yes. the number of new products normally this time of year, this far away from a trade show uh, would be more, but I think there's less front marks that we took in at this TPE than last year. So it's not all just about what's new, but also stuff that has surprised us that's smoking really good. Yeah. So uh, showing up on our shelves this week, we had the Adventura, not that it's a new brand, mm-hmm. but there's some new sizes and uh, new, new products that exist with them. And I went and saw them in the Dominican Republic. Uh, I've known them for a long time. Uh, William Ventura, um, they made cigars for me for many, many years. As a matter of fact, uh, the classic three-way, classic cigars, mm. uh, was made by William Ventura. Also, um, Studio 21, which we're broadcasting from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Uh, also, William Ventura. Um, but they, uh, the Suns made their own brand, Adventura. And um, I think they got they got it going on, and uh, we saw them at T- I not only saw them in the Dominican Republic, and had a cigar with them. I saw them at TPE and placed an order with them. Uh, they're in and they're hot. This the, quick. And and the thing that uh, that I like about what's going on in, on the sales floor right now is I love when I show somebody a single and they try it. They sit in the lounge and they walk up and they go, "How much for a box of these?" Oh, that says everything, right? So we had three boxes, full boxes. We have no full boxes in the Toro mm. size of the um, King's Gold. So which of the two blends do you like better? The Queen's Pearls or the King's well, you Gold? Well, would, you would think it should be Queen's Pearls, which is the shade one. Right. And I, and I see all the accolades it's getting, especially on the Lancero. And footnote. I did not order Lancero. <laughs> I did not order the Lancero. We bought X amount of boxes. Say you buy 100 boxes and they, they throw in some extra boxes free. The extra boxes, as a smart um, company would be, they would send me the ones I didn't order, and uh, we would see how well they You should sell. take one of those uh, Pearl Lanceros and wear it around your neck. 
pearl necklace. Ah. Oh, they hate that. It's a Barry Stein. It's something you're wishing for. <laughs> That's uh, rubbing off. We got a limited edition. <laughs> Adver- <laughs> <laughs> we got the limited edition, the Conqueror Adventura, which is only on twoguyscigars.com because they only sent like four boxes. Uh-huh. So it's uh, wrapped in burlap. That's the best Lancero of them all, and there's still some available. Wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody every, every wants t- to buy it, yes. let them buy it. I just, Stop shitting on every it. Every time somebody makes a Lancero, it's the best Lancero ever. Boy, they're trying to keep it alive. See, I don't like the Queen's Pearl Lancero. I find it has uh, a little bit of bitterness that doesn't exist on the other sizes. Too, too much outside wrapper. You, and, not, and you could taste the old lore. The old lore to me has a really yeah. sour taste. Hmm. Whatever. For them to give me the <laughs> Lancero for free is, if, if it was booming and we can't even keep this one in stock, that wouldn't be the, the free one. Mm-hmm. Just saying, but uh, whatever, the, the fight continues. Um, so I do like the King's Gold, gold. King's gold uh, more, which is, mm. you know, that was the question. Yeah, surprising. very unlike. I yes. wouldn't have guessed that for you. Yeah. And I actually like the Queen's Pearl a lot, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty much off Connecticut shade. Well, you but were that the, one you has were, a lot going on, it, and the, the bitterness from that Connecticut wrapper just isn't there. You relate to Queen's better anyway. Another cigar <laughs> that is going to piss Dave off, uh, the Asylum PCA Exclusive. It's an expensive Asylum, $17, $18, Oof. depending on the size. Yeah. It is exceptional, but it pisses you off because... It says Asylum and not CLE. Well, so Asylum is a value brand. It's a lot for a little bit of money. That's the whole branding of what Asylum mm. is all about. How It's crazy. They can make a cigar that good, that size, for that little amount of money. And then they come out with um, an expensive version of Asylum, and it just doesn't make sense to me. So the customer that would like it, will not buy it because it's asylum. Oh, I don't smoke asylums. Yeah. And the customer that would want a high-end great cigar like that says, oh, but it's an asylum. Mm-hmm. And so, asylum made the name on big ring gauges. The The PCA exclusive isn't in a big ring gauge. No, I know. But there is the Aroa PCA exclusive that's available at the same price. Yeah. No, yeah. I say stay in your lane. Uh, I say, but we bought it. I say the exact opposite. I say if you are coming out with a limited edition, come to the market with something that's as good as this. And if you got to charge for it to do that, do that because it's a great cigar. Yeah. And, and the guys that the guys it, that is it selling well? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not killing it. Right. No. Because it's not, it's not in its right lane. No, and part of the reason why it's so pricey is there's money being kicked back to PCA to help fight. You know, legislation yeah. and all that. So that's a reason why you should at least pick up one. Yeah. At least you're contributing to the fight that we're all going through. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to take a page out of Ed Sullivan's book and talk about a Corona-sized cigar Ooh. that I've been smoking a lot of. What this particular doing? batch, it only comes out once a year. This year's oh, batch his cigar. is better than last year's batch, and last year's was very good. It's the Aladino Corojo Reserve Corona. Yeah, only comes out once a year. Awesome, but you smoke that cigar in a different. So side what? I like day. it. Yeah, so it's awesome. Yeah, it, was it lo- is awesome. It tastes, it tastes like what you have every. No, day. It, it has a little bit more punch to it, flavor wise. I've been using Google Sheets to track every single cigar I've smoked this year, 
And as of the recording of the show, I'm at 237 cigars. This year, and here we are in, in Feb- February, February. February 19th. Wow, that's so interesting. But probably a lot of Aladino and Nesta Miranda are on my on my list. So right. to me, those are both smoking really I, well. Yeah, I was going to throw the Nesta Miranda out. Yeah. I hadn't had one in a while. What a great cigar. Listen, we had on the Ashholes. We even yeah. smoked the 60 ring gauge. And it's still. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trevor blinded it us. The, it might be the best one. It's the be best cigar that Nesta Miranda has come out outside of the limited edition Dano 2012, I remember you. which was made in memory of yeah. Nesta's son that passed. Yeah, which was great and actually took the, started that brand, launched that brand. Yes, yeah, so it helped bring them to the next yeah. level. I'm going to jump into uh, Barry Stein's Wheelhouse, a cigar that he gave a 100 rating to. I think it is this, this year's supply of them have been great. I revisited it this week. Padron Principe in the natural. Hmm. Very few cigars that you smoke and you say, "Man, I could, I could go for another one of those right now." Yes, yeah. yeah. that one is so small it leaves you wanting more. It but it has enough strength where you know you smoked a cigar. It's very good. yeah. Last Saturday when I came up, we sat in your office before the show. I was smoking a Principe. Yeah, they're, they're fire right now. Yeah. Okay, that's important to, to you know, even though it's an it's an older brand, to look at something that's really burning well, tasting really good. You go back to it. Uh, you know, we do this blind thing just about every morning that happens and smoke a cigar that, and I, I throw stuff in that you would never even think, think about doing it, and then you go, this is really good, and then wow, I haven't had one of these in a long time. Um, so, listen, you got a buddy that you can do that with. Uh, it's the way to go because. You'll walk past it. You, you'll see that it's there, and you go, nah, I don't feel like that. And you'll keep saying, I don't feel like that until somebody gives it to you or something, and you smoke it, and you go, wow, that was really good. You know, I don't know about you, but I'm the type of guy, I go to a certain restaurant, and I order the same thing every time I go there. Right. It's really good, and I look at the whole menu, and I go, nah, let it's me just get what, what I get. Fear of disappointment. Yeah. What if I get something else, and it's the wrong and, thing? And that happens in the cigar shop every yeah. day. So, uh, you know, we have a few customers that end up saying, here's my credit card, pick me out a few things that I wouldn't normally get. Yeah. Because you, you miss it if you don't, you don't end up doing it. So if you don't have the um, strength to do it yourself, then tell the guy mm-hmm. in the cigar shop, hey, pick me out a few things you think I like. That's what I like about doing this show in the ash holes. I yes. end up smoking things that I wouldn't try as a consumer. Correct. Correct. Uh, one trick that I gave the guys in... Uh, clubhouse this week is if you're looking at a line of cigars that has a torpedo and you know you like that brand i think you're going to like the torpedo more because everything across the board is rushed i don't think anybody's putting anything out with 90 days of rest on the rolled cigar but the torpedo ages that extra time in the box in the shop because it sells a little slower Mm -hmm. So one that I revisited this week is the Perdomo 20th, which I love. Maybe that's why Lanceros is that. I got I got to start bringing a bottle to do a shot every time he mentions Perdomo. <laughs> I Perdomo got the Torpedo Sun Grown. He'd be drunk halfway through the show. <laughs> he loves Perdomo. <laughs> but yet he smokes so much um, Aladino. I know. Why doesn't he love and, them? And if it's anything that start, it ends in an O. Yeah. Oh. And Why then, am I getting shit for picking? You haven't mentioned a single cigar yet. And one of the one of the good things about going with the torpedo is usually you can have a higher skilled roller making those cigars, so yeah. that 
chances of having an issue is less likely because you're getting a higher skilled roller making the cigar. The other plus for me is I can smoke a bigger ring gauge cigar and just cut it to the opening that's appropriate yeah, for still me. Still hanging from your lip. Exactly. Right. Although the tapering makes it a little more, but I, I've he, got he it. Manages, he manages. A uh, cigar I'm smoking right now that is very new to us, the Buffalo 10. Whew. This morning I had the opportunity to smoke what they call the natural, which is a Habano wrapper. Mm. Uh, right now I'm smoking the Maduro, and then after the show I'm going to end up uh, lighting up the Connecticut. And the Connecticut is my best. favorite. Which is a dark Connecticut. It yeah. kind of surprised me. I, did, I wouldn't have said, oh, that's Connecticut. I would have assumed it was a light sun grill. It's got a lot going on. It's got the Cameroon binder yeah. and Nicaraguan yeah. and Dominican fillers. I, have you tried that one, Dave? It's unbelievable. <laughs> it, it, it's <laughs> the worst part. crazy that it's it, $5. That's the, that's the thing. We're having the conversation downstairs. Who would this be good for? And we're listing off people, and I'm like, Everybody. no, that guy smokes $12 cigar. <laughs> <laughs> we're not cutting the average ring in half because this cigar is good. All right. We, we, no one sell it until we strategize. Ed, Ed Sullivan came by uh, Two Guys Nashua on Thursday, and uh, he has two bundles I of bought Buffalo. I heard of Buffalo. I heard of Buffalo. Two bundles. Wow, that's and I'm looking at him with the Connecticut, and I'm like, Why really? He, uh, he, he goes, have you had one? He opens up the bundle, hands me one. He goes, I haven't paid for this yet, but go ahead and smoke <laughs> one. I did pay for them eventually. Actually, but phenomenal for a Connecticut. Yeah, it's a it's a nice thing to add on to your regular smokes. You know, if you got to do some yard work or whatever, you don't care if you chomp on a five dollar cigar. But it's a it's a good add on cigar. The shape of it's a little funky, but you get used to it. Yeah, yeah, it, it's more wafish. Yeah, box press, it's, right? It's really flat. Yeah. There, there was a brand called Santos de Miami, maybe about twelve years ago, and just holding that cigar reminded me of that cigar, which is no longer made. But it was that same sharp box press with the hard edges. Uh, it was very familiar. Yeah. Uh, another one that I lit up this week. That they, they, they have a cigar coming out, by the way. Hmm. Um, what is um, the name of that um, factory? El Artista. El Artista, called Paper Boy. I smoked this cigar. Hmm. I said, wow, this is really good. It's $2. It's only a Corona, but he goes, what? yeah, two bucks. I go, get the hell out of here. Yeah. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> and he says, we're not showing it yet. We're not talking. I shouldn't even be talking about it. Probably. I don't know. They, uh, they didn't make it. That's not enough the, money. Correct. <laughs> and it's wrapped in newspaper. And that's why it's Paperboy. They just wrap a bundle of newspaper or whatever. Or maybe even every single is a newspaper. I don't know. Um, but he just pulled it out of his bag and he says, Give us a try. He paper boy. He says, Not ready yet, but um, what do you think? And I lit it up right away. And then he said, $2. And I'm like, Get the hell out of here. Did he give you two? Did you open one up? Was it mixed fill? Or was it, it, had all to be. it had no, to be a $2, it, right? It had to be a mixed fill. Yeah. I, I don't know, but it had to be, right? Yeah. You would think. You know, something if you want to go with smoking hot, and Dave thinks it's the uh, Joe Burrow effect because he smoked it at LSU when yes. they won the national championship. The Carl Malones have been flying online, yes. but mostly in the Southeast. Even though the Jazz now play in Utah, yeah. Carl Malone, the mailman, played for the Jazz. The Jazz started in New Orleans, and it seems to be very popular in that part of the country, which is also where LSU is. 
So that's why. That's why. Yeah. But like selling like crazy online, like what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of a lot of stories I read and all mentioned that over and over again. Mm-hmm. I go, these things are gonna go crazy. Uh as um back to El Artista is the big poppy. Mm-hmm. Big Poppy started selling really good too because he he got in the Hall of Fame. Mostly to non not real cigar smokers, they, whatever. Yeah, it's a sale's a sale, but I'm just saying. Another good cigar, El Artista. They make uh-huh. good. They make good products. Yeah. Uh, I smoked this week. Uh, I needed something short. I only had a little bit of time, so I grabbed a Toscano Nobile, cut it in oh, half, yeah. gave the other half away, and man, I I as I'm smoking, I'm like, why don't I smoke this more often? Mm. It was great. Back to El Artista for one second. They are coming out with um, the big poppy firecracker mm-hmm. next month. Yeah. Wow. So I, It's I, coming right up. They're, they're on a roll. They get, they're getting a lot of attention. Everybody's starting to look at them as Adventura is. Yeah. So we're seeing some of these. Uh, none of them are young companies, by the way. They look like they're yeah. brand new companies. They've been around a long, long time. 60th anniversary was celebrated two years ago. Yeah. I think Aventura needs to add a secondary band to their cigars. But, because, you know, right now it's all the same logo with the mm-hmm. ADV. but well, different that metal thing. Though. Only on the King's Gold and the Queen's Pearl. The other one's wow. a paper. And the only difference is the coloring of the ADV. So I think they needed to add a secondary footband to create better uh, branding of which AD, Adv- Adventura you yeah. smoking. Listen, they're in a very small factory. Uh, I was there. Um, they they need more space. There's no doubt about it. Um, they they got popular all of a sudden. They they always w- was a small company, but I think something's really big is happening. So they, it it seemed like they outgrew. Everything was on top of each other. I mean that's how. Yeah. Now, Dave, I will say Big Poppy Firecracker kicked up the packaging oh, like yes. five notches yes. from yes. What, what anything else right. has been. Who's ever next after that better <laughs> step it up? I had the box next to my desk because I took pictures for yeah. when, when we start selling them. And I go to Dave, go ahead, take one. I mean, he bought them. I mean, he, I'm <laughs> offering one. him a cigar. <laughs> but I'm hoping he takes one and goes, yeah, you, you have one. And, oh, really? And he never yeah. smoked one, so I still haven't had it. Mm. I'm looking forward no, to that actually, release, though. I actually did not smoke it. Huh. I'm going to refer to that cigar as the bunt. <laughs> yeah. you know, he was known as a slugger, and what's the opposite of a slugger? Yeah. A guy who can't hit the ball out of the infield. I smoked a heavy hitter this week. Uh, the new Byron Poema came in. They're coming now in 25-count boxes. It was... Back wrappers. It was sensational. Yeah. I, my favorite cigars, I bounce between the Disquinditos and the Grand Poema. The Grand Poema is in the same blend category as the Poema, and this new batch was just like having a shorter version of that. It was Jonathan, would you say it, it had decent strength and character? It had a lot of strength and a lot of character. Huh. That's it. It's time for the strength and character segment. Brought to you by Camacho Cigars. Camacho Cigars, the icon of uncompromised values. Okay, there are six pillars of character, citizenship, caring, fairness, responsibility. We're on trustworthiness, and then later on we're going to have respect, but we're on trustworthiness, and I'm going to run out of uh, material here, but trustworthiness. Be reliable. Do what you say you will do. These are missing things right now. As we said last week, we're looking for uh, 
employees. Mm-hmm. And um, the problem is I'm used to the past 37 years, <laughs> and um, a lot of these things are things of the past that um, – Manners and and uh, you know things. Yeah, Ed, Ed Santa Maria had five interviews set up this week. Three people didn't show up. Yep, they they said they're coming right. for the interview. Yeah. They didn't even show up. Like wearing pants to an interview, that kind of thing. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. Unlike the guy who showed up in sweatpants and a hoodie. <laughs> so you saw the two of the five that showed up. Yeah, one came in sweatpants and a hoodie. So he don't want the job. No. Why come for it? It's so disrespectful to even do it. And then the other guy was a guy who could work two days a week. Hmm. So he sees a job that says three days a week, and he comes and says, yeah, I'll do two of them. Yeah. Everything's in negotiation now. So reliable? Probably not. Um, Do what you say you're going to do? Maybe. Maybe part of that is uh, I told you I could only do two days. And it's a, I'm looking for a part-time job because I'm already working five so, days a week now? Uh, semi-retired. All right. Yeah. So, but he couldn't do the, the three. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't conduct is, the, is, inventory, the, the inventory, the interview, so I'm not sure the reasoning behind it. So s- semi, um, semi-retired. Yeah. Uh, five days a week he's retired. He's looking to be unretired for two days a week. <laughs> I mean, what's semi-retired? Is Looking for part-time work. Yeah, so I'm retired, but I wanted to have something to do. Right. Hmm. Yeah. And then if it's somebody collecting Social Security that hasn't reached full retirement age, then they have a cap on how much they can earn. Hmm. So they... Well, you know, I got my thing in the mail this week. Yeah. I meant to bring it in. AARP? No, for my retirement, I'll be 62, so mm-hmm. I can I can retire right. and get Social Security, but... You don't want to do it at 62, because you'll end up losing some of it. I'm figuring I got to live past 82. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I've studied this pretty extensively. Yeah. I'm taking mine the instant I turn 62. You are? Yeah, just because if you look at it, yeah, I have to live to age 80 and a half okay. before it becomes a good decision to have deferred it. And that doesn't say getting to use your money and, all and that invest time. it and all that on top of that, 80, right. 80 and a half, right? So I figured 82. So I said, do I get 20 years left? I doubt it. I really right. Yeah, you can, you're going to hit 100. The, get out of here. This, but, but I don't know problem, if you'll hit 100 working here or owning this place, but you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna outlive. The second he retires, he dies. You're going to mm-hmm. outlive everybody on this panel, even Mr. Healthy to my left. Not yeah, no, Dave will die on the ride home from his last day at the shop. But the problem is, yeah, I can can collect at 62 because I'm not earning a lot of outside income. Well, this is my problem, that um, my, that will be taxed. And it may be taxed so much so that it'll be 100% taxed. Right. Imagine that. So you can take your Social Security now if you want, but we're going to tax we're gonna it take 100%. It all back. Yeah, and then in the future, they it'll be a lower number because I took it early, even though I didn't right. get any of it. See, I think you're going to have to wait till sixty-seven. Yeah, yeah. But you're going to take it at sixty-two. Yeah, I don't plan to earn any more money. Yeah, okay. you know, I think you have to stay less than nineteen thousand a year or something. All right, All earned right. income. So reliable. Uh, do what you say you're going to do. Everybody on the panel. 
Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, we we wouldn't be working here yeah. if we weren't. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're running out of. Uh, we only have five, three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I got ten more things to do on there. Then we're gonna have to come up with something different for uh, our strength and character segment. Mm. If anybody has any ideas for it, I'd like to come up with the idea before the the folks at Camacho say to us, uh, "Oh, it's over. Uh, all right, <laughs> Let, let's stop doing this." Uh, if we can come up with something for them. But hot cigars, tasty, things that are still uh, on the shelves that are out there. They're, they're out there on the shelves. It just doesn't have to be new. It has to be good. And there's good stuff out there. And there's new good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's new good stuff. And um, as we say on the prediction show, uh, watch for value cigars uh, because that's what I think is, is what's going to be hot yeah. in the future. And uh, you can see some of them uh, coming out here. So uh, catch us next week. Next week we're talking, does box pressing change the cigar? And if you're in the care package, you got a round in a box press of the same exact cigar. Never been done before. We're going to smoke them and see what has changed on those two cigars. So we'll catch you next week on The Cigar Authority. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.